Now, y'all hear me say stop dieting forever a lot, but have you really, really thought about what that means for you when you never have to go on another diet again to lose weight? If it were possible to achieve your goal weight and stay there permanently without dieting? Welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I am going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Lux Lifer, welcome to episode 42. If you're a new listener to the podcast, welcome. I am excited to have your ear and I'm so glad that you're here. But I just want to say that I really appreciate all of you who listen to the podcast. I get so much positive feedback from you all about what you've learned. I learned that some people listen to my podcast multiple times a week, the same one. It's just really, really inspiring because you just never know who you touch. You never know who you're reaching. And so I just wanted to say thank you and I appreciate you and I appreciate your time because there are a million different podcasts that you could be listening to but you have chosen to listen to me. And so for that, I want to say thank you. So if you're new, I just want to tell you that this is where we learn how to stop dieting forever, okay? Stop dieting forever. If you've spent your life on and off diets, this is where that struggle stops. Now, y'all hear me say stop dieting forever a lot, but have you really, really thought about what that means for you when you never have to go on another diet again to lose weight. Like seriously, think about it. Let's just go there for a minute, right? Let's just put on our dreamer's hat and just go there for a minute and sit in the understanding that it is possible for you to lose weight in a way that feels good to you. It doesn't feel restrictive. It allows you to eat your favorite foods. It teaches you how to be confident that you can lose the weight again and keep it off. Let's just imagine what your life would look like if you were able to achieve your forever weight without being on a diet. This is what I do. This is what I teach women how to lose weight without dieting. And I know some of y'all have a hard time believing me and you're giving me the side eye and (laughs) you're raising your eyebrow at me. But that's why I'm constantly sharing my own experiences. And that's what I get a lot of feedback from some of you listeners who are telling me that it seems like you know exactly what I've been going through. I'm like, yeah, because I've been there, right? I talk about my life before Stop Dieting Forever, and I talk about my life now living this lifestyle. And over the decades, literally, I've learned what I need to do to be able to live my life and not be worried about my weight. And I share all the details of my life with you as an example. Sometimes I pull my husband in. If you listen to, I forget the podcast episode, it was a couple weeks ago where I interviewed my husband and we talked about relationship weight and you heard his story, right? So I give you all the details of my life as an example because I wanna show you my life as an example of what is possible, right? So I show you the before and I show you where I am now. 
And I also share with you my client stories because I want you to keep seeing that it is really possible to get off of the weight loss struggle bus. I am not a special unicorn, right? It's not just me. There's nothing special about me, but what I am teaching works. And so whenever my clients have success, I'm like, oh, we got to get you on the podcast because you never know how someone else's story is going to affect you, how someone else's testimony is going to bless you. So today I have some client stories for you. And I really want you to pay attention to your thoughts when you hear them talk about their weight loss success. When you listen to their experience and you feel inspired, you're like, oh, they lost the weight. Maybe I can do it too. It's because you're excited about creating that same result for yourself. Now, When you listen to these client success stories and maybe you're feeling triggered, right? Maybe you're like sucking your teeth. Maybe you're feeling badly about yourself because you're listening to someone else's weight loss success. And maybe you're making excuses of why that won't work for you. When you feel triggered when someone else is sharing their weight loss success story, you're only triggered is because you believe at your core that it's not possible for you, right? And so that belief triggers you. Now, I want you to check in and pay attention to how you're feeling when you hear these success stories, right? Because if you're feeling triggered, it's okay. Nothing has gone wrong. I just want you to be aware of what's happening and know that you can move out of impossibility and come on over to the side of possibility, right? The side where you think you can't lose the weight, you think you can't do what they've done, And come on over to the side of like, well, maybe it's possible. Like, well, she did it and she did it. And well, she did it too. So maybe I can do it too. So today I want to share an interview I did with an amazing group of women who just completed the last Lose Your Next 10 Pounds Without Dieting 30-Day Boot Camp. You're going to hear from Angelin, Marcella, Candy, Tony, and Lisa as they share how transformative the 30 days of the boot camp were for them. They literally immersed themselves in the process and they began to unravel their dieter's brain. They began to undiet their thinking, undiet their brain, and change their thinking about what is possible for them when they apply the principles and the concepts and the tools and the strategies that I teach with the Stop Dieting Forever process. So before we jump into the interview, I just want to tell you that you can also experience your own transformation during the next 30-day boot camp, which is beginning on Monday, April 5th. Yes. So I want you to go to loseyournext10.com, and that's the number 10. So loseyournextnumber10.com and get yourself registered. That's all I'm going to say. Listen to this interview and then go to loseyournext10.com and get registered. One of the quotes, and this is what I'm going to leave you with before we go into the interview. One of the quotes that we used a lot during the boot camp is, nothing will change if nothing changes. Enjoy the interview and I'll see you in the next episode. All right. I'm excited to have some of my boot campers here to talk about their experience with the February Lose Your Next 10 Pounds Without Dieting 30-Day Bootcamp. <laughs> I'm like, that name's always seems so long when I say it, but you guys know exactly what it was when you signed up for it. So do you want to just introduce yourselves quickly? 
and we'll just jump into the conversation. Lisa, do you want to start? Tell us who you are, what you do, all that fun stuff. So hello, I am Lisa Fry. I am a life and career coach located in Maryland. And Thank I don't you, know Lisa. what else you want to know. <laughs> we'll get into the nitty gritty of like why you decided to join the boot camp and all that fun stuff. Okay. But Angeline, say hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. I'm Angeline Fraser-Giles, and I am the executive director of the National Network for Justice, and I am an end-of-life doula. Nice to see everyone. And I'm located in Milford, Delaware. Which is, what do you always tell me when you tell people you're in Milford, Delaware? It is the state of the president. There you go. (laughs) Candy, say hello to the people. Hi, everyone. I'm Candy Motsek. Jennifer, thanks for inviting me here. I'm in Vancouver, Canada, so maybe I'm the only foreign person here. I'm a life and business coach for coaches. I love my coaches. love my coaches. Hey, Tony, tell us. Hey, Jennifer. I am Tony Sano. I'm a retired nurse, and I live in Southern California. Love it. I'm just so curious. What's your Uh temperature today? Well, it's cold. It's 55 degrees right now. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> All the, well, we're on the East yeah. Coast. Angela and Lisa, Marcella and I were like, 55? I, I can't complain. Yeah. I, have, I have a son in New York and he doesn't want to hear it when I complain. So, yes, yeah. just, we're very spoiled. Marcella, introduce yourself to everyone. Well, it is an honor to be here. I am Marcella Blakeney Collins. I'm a retired human resources executive and also the founder of Career Edge Essentials, which is a career development firm for youth and aspiring professionals. And Marcella's in Philadelphia. Yes. And I have to share, Marcella was my mentor. From high school all through college, she was my corporate mentor. She taught me everything I needed to know about joining and existing and surviving and thriving in corporate America. So I owe Marcella a lot. I think about how she helped me. Sometimes I just want to cry. She's an amazing, an amazing woman. And the touch that she has with like young people and her love for helping is just amazing. So. Thank you so much. And you've helped me too, because today I hit my 15 pound goal. You did. Yeah. I'm done. Oh, perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, we'll start with you, Marcella. So you were already my private client, but you decided you wanted to do the boot camp. So what was one of the reasons why you decided, one, to work with me and then to join the boot camp? Well, first, The reason why I decided to work with you as a personal coach is because I believed in you. I knew who you were as a person. I knew your values, your integrity, and what you put into anything that you do. And I know that whatever you do is successful. So I started following you before I even reached out to you and started using your program that was online. And then I finally reached out to you to get the help that I needed. And I decided to join the boot camp after working with you for probably, I think it was a month and a half to almost two months. And I had already lost between six and eight pounds. And I said, you know what, let me try going to this boot camp because I was thinking that I could challenge myself to accelerate my weight loss 
and also thought that it would be a way for me to pull together all the concepts around your weight loss program, the nutrition, the thinking, all of your tools that you had, all the knowledge around hunger and the hunger scale. And it was a lot. It was a lot of different tools. It was a lot of different information. And I thought the boot camp would enable me to put it into practice and to reinforce all of those tools and the knowledge that I gained. And it did. It worked. And you brought it some worked. people along with you. I brought my daughter and I brought my best friend as well mm-hmm. along with me. And they were just as amazed as I am about how much I, we learned about ourselves, our body, about our relationship with food. And I'll never go back. I'll never go backwards. I won't. I'm so thin now. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. Thank you, Marcella. <laughs> Thank so, you. Thank you. Candy, what brought you to the boot camp? Because we've known each other for a couple of months. We were in a mastermind together. Yeah. So. I have wanted to lose weight and get back to being myself for years. I spent years at my goal weight and then life happened, burnout happened, new business happened, and my weight just grew. I joined your boot camp because I've been watching you for months. I watch how you are. I watch what you say. I watch what you write. And that word integrity kept coming up. There was an honesty, there was an integrity, and I knew that I didn't need a new food plan to follow rigidly. I knew that I needed to deal with my emotions. And so that's why I joined. And it's been amazing. Just amazing. Y'all gonna make me cry today. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I'm so glad that you joined. Tony, tell us, why did you, and where did you find me? You know, I don't know. I was trying to think about that this morning. I don't know how I found you, but thank God I did. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I'm like probably many people that joined the boot camp, a professional dieter. I have done everything. And about 10 years ago, I was probably at my goal weight and um, I got married and I got happy, really happy. Relationship and- weight. Right. And so I packed on the weight and right about that time I was going through menopause. So it was like the double whammy. In the last 10 years is when I've really just tried everything, everything from Weight Watchers to Jenny Craig to, you know, cabbage soup. I don't know. Everything. All of the above. Mm -hmm. All of the above. Mm -hmm. And I figured out that it had something to do with my thoughts. And I don't know how I was smart enough to figure that out without you, but I did. And then, but I didn't know what I was supposed to think. And then when I came across you, you put the bow on the package and um, helped me with my thoughts. And, uh, you know, I've only been doing this a month, so I'm a, I'm a newbie and I still have crazy thoughts, but I think I'm headed in the right direction. And your boot camp has just been so transformative. Just the way I think about the pause and the hunger scale and, you know, things that I feel like I should have known, but I didn't. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. I feel like when you say yeah. it, it just anytime you've taught something, it's just clicked immediately. And it's been one of those things where you just intuitively know that's what your body needs. Mm-hmm. And I've just learned so much. And, and I'll, like she said, I'll never go back. I love it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Angeline, what brought you to the boot camp? So I am an avid podcast listener. I love podcasts on pretty much any topic. 
But self-help, of course, is always something that I'm kind of drawn to. And I don't even know how I came across your podcast. I may have put in weight loss. I may have put in dieting. I don't even know. And you popped up and I was listening to a podcast and I listened to another one where you were talking about the George Floyd situation, the killing last year, and just us being in the house and with COVID, you know, raging through the communities and the racial unrest. And I heard you mention the boot camp, and I said, you know what, I'm going to reach out to her and see like what this is about and just have a conversation. And I did, and we had a good conversation. And you had mentioned one-on-one coaching, and then you also mentioned this boot camp. And so I decided to go the boot camp route because I needed to just figure out, okay, what I needed to do, where, where I was. I had gained a significant amount of weight moving from the DC metro area where I was walking a lot to a more sedentary setting in Delaware where I was, you know, working from my home office and had put on more weight than I should have. And I said, I needed to do something. And so just joining the boot camp has been transformative. And holding with the mindset, I've had so many aha moments in the boot camp that, yes, in a way they should have been intuitive, but because I've had that dieter's mind, because I'm like a lot of folks have been on various diets, having that dieter's mind and then switching to having a, a mind where I think about the bratty brain and I think about, okay, are you really hungry and going through the hunger scale and just really focusing on what I'm eating has really helped me tremendously. Like, I agree that I won't go back. I'm new to it also. I've been in for a month and a week now. I think I'm in the um, the bridge. And it has been challenging at times because it's a lot to take in. But I keep going back to my notes and I look at videos periodically. And I always listen to Jennifer's podcast at least three times a week. I'm what? listening to your podcast. Like I'm listening to them over about three times a week. And I listen to them at, at night. So it's like I hear your voice. I think, yeah, I think that's important. And I it's, tell my client that I'm like, you should have me in your ear at least once a day. Because it's like you're training your brain how to not think like a dieter anymore. So that takes repetition and hearing kind of the same things over and over and over again before you like, oh, I get that. I understand now. Yeah, that's it's very helpful. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I've lost eleven pounds. Wow! And I've had those moments where it's like, okay, I'm not losing as fast as I was in the first month, and I really have to stop myself and say, yes, but you didn't put this weight on in a month. You know, it took a little time, and very so true. I'm getting to the point where, okay, as long as it's you know not going up. <laughs> By two, three, four, five pounds, 10 pounds, as long as you're, you know, maintaining and trying to go down. I think that just putting that in my head has really been beneficial to me and having me in my ear at night. (laughs) So your husband loves that. Listen to that Jennifer lady again. (laughs) Actually, it's March Madness now. So. Oh, okay. So he's not paying attention to you. (laughs) What were you going to say, Marcella? My husband this morning said, are you still meeting with Jennifer. So <laughs> you're a part of the family. <laughs> the yeah, you really are. Mm-hmm. And when, when my husband told me today, he was proud of me that like made that made my morning. So mm-hmm. I'm proud of you too, Angeline. 11 pounds. That's amazing. All right, Lisa, how did you come to find the boot camp, and why did you decide to join? 
So Jennifer, I believe that I first heard your name in the 2K for 2K group. And then I was listening to one of Briggs' podcasts, and she mentioned the Coaches of Color Collective. And so I found that, and then I saw, you know, that you were one of the five of those women. And I was like, okay, I keep hearing this name, Jennifer Dent Brown. Who is she? And I saw you were a weight loss coach. And then like Angeline, I'm a podcast junkie, love podcasts. So I found your podcast and started listening to them. And I heard you talk about the boot camp. So I'm a researcher. I, you know, went online, started looking for the boot camp and the information. And that's how that's how I joined. What caught my eye was lose your next 10 without dieting. Because I, you name it, I've tried it. And truthfully, some of it has worked. Like five years ago, I lost 30 pounds using, I think I used a combination of things, actually. I think I used Jenny Craig and, and Isagenics to do that. And I kept it off for a little while, but I noticed like each month it was climbing a little bit more and more. And then I hit a certain number that was the cl- very close to the number where I started. And I said, this is enough. So I wake said, up, oh, no, that no. wake up call number. Yeah. I was like, no, no, we're not doing this again. So that's how I, I got involved. And I love the, the thought work and utilizing the model. Cause of course I'm using that in my coaching business as well, but I never thought, oh yeah, maybe my weight, my weight loss journey has to do with my thoughts too. So that's been really, really helpful. And just you debunking some of the myths that we've heard, like you should eat five meals a day and you should be grazing throughout the day. And when you said, just eat when you're hungry, I'm like, oh. (laughs) Novel idea, right? Right. Okay. (laughs) Certainly. I can do that. So, and utilizing the intermittent fasting it's just, it's working. And even after, you know, our 30 days is over, but I'm still using, like, I still am tracking my weight. I'm still weighing myself every day. I'm still meal planning. So, and the scale is still decreasing. Good. Good. Do you want to share how much you've lost? I know you did have a loss in the 30. Oh, in the the 30 days, days, I lost 4.3 pounds. And that was still eating my Pop my pop tarts <laughs> and still doing like still going to the fast food restaurant not as much but probably still once a week that I was doing that so I know that you know I could have lost it a little faster if I had made better food choices but I wasn't feeling deprived at all right so. and that's the key so if I had said okay everybody no more fast food no more sugar no more flour all of a sudden, you probably everybody probably would have been able to lose weight if that's the plan you had followed, but you would have felt deprived along the way. Mm-hmm. And that would have just been me giving you guys another diet. Like that would just be me giving you all another diet plan to follow. And so what you all did in the first week was you decided, okay, what am I going to eat? This is going to be my realistic eating plan for the next 30 days. And for Lisa, that also included Pop-Tarts. <laughs> we had a running joke throughout the month with Lisa and her Pop-Tarts. How are we doing with the Pop-Tarts now, Lisa? So remember, I think I told you I had four Pop-Tarts, right? Mm-hmm. And this was probably at the beginning of the 30-day challenge. I think I still have one Pop-Tart left. That's awesome. So. That's, that's awesome. 
That's awesome. Yeah. And I told my husband, don't buy any more. No, so what did he do? He went and bought ice cream. That's my cool. <laughs> That's the ice my, cream. I must have fun food. Yes. But now. What saved me though was he didn't buy the brand that I liked. So I'm good. <laughs> no temptation there. So what's. One of the questions I wanted to ask is, what was your biggest aha during the 30 days? I remember, yeah, I remember at the very beginning when you talked about need to make your meal plan. And I was like, okay, Jennifer, give it to me and I'll write it down. (laughs) And you weren't going to give it to me. And so I started, that really got me thinking, okay, well, you know, I'll just eat kale and carrots. And then I started thinking, well, no, that's dieting, Mm -hmm. right? And Jennifer said, I didn't have to diet. So let's just put down something that I think I'll actually eat. And that was huge for me, was actually writing it down and actually following through because I didn't go crazy, you know, making something that I couldn't possibly stick to. And um, I added a little chocolate in. And then when I ate a little bit of chocolate, I didn't beat myself up because it was on my meal plan. And I still lost a little over five pounds in the 30 days. Oh, good. I thought, I thought putting putting a realistic meal plan, you know, so many things have changed how I think about stuff. But that was the first thing was the fact that there isn't a yes and no food. It's what works for me. And, you know, that I was able to write down what I knew I could stick to. And then I didn't have all those crazy thoughts. Mm-hmm. Well, not as many crazy thoughts, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> None of your thoughts are crazy. It's just yeah. your brain. It's just what yeah. your brain does. <laughs> Yeah. What about you, Angeline? I think for me, just writing down a meal plan, like it's not something that I ever did before because I'm not the cook of the family. My husband is the cook. And writing down the meal plan and then really thinking about new food choices was just awe-inspiring to me. Like you Mm -hmm. can write it down, you can put things on. What I didn't do initially was I didn't put down like you were talking about putting down a piece of chocolate I didn't put that in my meal plan so then that first week probably maybe the first two weeks I was having that guilt around you Mm -hmm. know eating something that wasn't Mm -hmm. on the meal plan and that's just that dieter's mindset it is and then I started to say well just put it down on the daggone plan because I love chocolate I love mm-hmm. chocolate and in the winter, I love to have a cup of hot chocolate at, at night. And I did put the hot chocolate on the meal plan. And I think I've only had hot chocolate one time this entire period. Oh, really? And yeah, I didn't put it on the meal plan at all. And if I've had it one time, that's a lot. Cause I, I remember we talked about the hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Your hot chocolate was like Lisa's Pop-Tarts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> had to have the hot chocolate and I, I haven't, but now I'm starting to put those little treats on the plan. And really the other thing is how you talk about, we always want instant gratification, right? Mm -hmm. Especially my neighbors bake stuff. Like my neighbor baked these treats yesterday and gave them to my husband to bring it home. And I'm just like, really? Raspberry, chocolate, and coconut. It was a really? So I put them aside and I said, okay, well, today is my fun day. And that's the other thing. Love fun day. Today's my fun day. So you can have a piece of that today. So she brought it in yesterday and I said, okay, on my meal plan, because I do have a meal plan with a treat. It just says treat. And that would be my treat. That's your fun eat. That's my fun eat. Yes. For the week, my fun eat will include a piece of that today. Good. And you get to enjoy it. And I get to just sit and savor it and enjoy it and not devour it. And the rest we put in the freezer. 
Right. So when your neighbor says, hey, how did you like the treat I gave you? You can actually I can be actually honest with her and tell her. <laughs> and say, and text her and say, that was absolutely incredible. Yeah, that's good. Candy, what was your biggest aha? Yeah, so for me, it was this idea of I eat when I'm hungry and I'm stopped when I'm full. Like, I've never actually practiced that before. I keep eating just a little bit more, just a little bit more. But what I found was that I'm listening to my body and my body actually says, oh, that's enough. You're full. And I've given myself permission that if I need more, I can have more. Like if I haven't eaten quite enough for lunch and I'm starving at three o'clock in the afternoon, it's okay. I can go back and finish the rest of my lunch. I don't ever have to be hungry and I choose exactly what I want to eat and I enjoy it. Every little bit of it. That is massive. I never have to be hungry. Say that again, right? Candy. <laughs> yeah, I never have to be hungry. And that and that's how I like I used to want her to finish my plate because ooh, this is so good, so yummy. But now I can say to myself, you know, I'm full and I can put it away in the fridge and reheat it and enjoy it again. Like I can prolong the enjoyment instead of trying to schnurfle it all down in one fell swoop. And just that giving myself permission to put it away and know that I could bring it out again if I choose to, that's everything. Yeah, it, it, it just relieves the burden and the guilt of like, oh my goodness, I really want to eat this thing. So you end up eating all of it and then you feel guilty because you overate. And now it's yeah. kind of like very simple. Like I'll have some now, I'll put it away later. I'll see if I'm hungry for it later. I may be or I may not be. It's just kind of like a much lighter feeling when it comes to thinking and consuming food. Very much. And I, it also partners up with self-acceptance, you know, just to be, it's okay. I don't have to finish what's on my plate. I can accept and appreciate where I'm at and accept myself, feel proud that I just put that away. It's no big deal. Self-acceptance is huge. Right? It's huge. It's like when you can learn to accept yourself as you are, every single day of your journey, it just makes the journey so much more enjoyable. I think that's one of my favorite topics was loving your journey no matter where you are until you reach your destination. Marcella, what was your biggest aha? I've had so many aha moments, but I would say that it's around the whole thought of your thoughts create your feelings, feelings create your actions, and your actions create your results. And for me, it gave me so much freedom in a number of different ways. So first of all, guilt-free, it felt like a load was lifted off of me to not have to worry about what I'm eating, right? I can eat whatever I want to. I can have ice cream if I want to. I can eat whatever I want, but I'm going to eat it in moderation until I'm full. So I just felt free to do that instead of counting calories, instead of being concerned about not eating fat. I can eat whatever I want. I really felt a load was lifted off of my head. The other was guilt-free in terms of the perception of my weight going up and down. Okay. Yes. Yeah, the weight fluctuations. Yeah. The weight fluctuations. They are what they are. And like you said, in one of the coaching sessions, it's going to come back down and then it just comes back down. And sometimes it goes even lower. So that was another thing. The third is guilt-free from the emotional piece of eating when I have things going on in my life that I feel like I didn't have control over. Well, now I've got control over me. 
I don't down and eat with my husband because it's something that we always do. I can sit there, he can eat, and I'm not eating anymore. Or he can eat by himself, and I'm upstairs because guess what? I'm not going to eat because I'm not hungry. So <laughs> just all things in terms of freedom and getting free all around thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. So it's made a big difference in my life. Yeah, I was going to um, ask you guys if there was an incident or something you can remember where you failed forward. I know, Marcella, you have some where you were old. You may have made yourself feel guilty for overeating this thing. Right. I remember specifically the ice cream. <laughs> but instead of making yourself feel guilty about eating the ice cream, it was an opportunity for you to learn from yourself. Right. And we call that failing forward. So what did you learn from that particular incident where you say, okay, I I failed forward? Well, a couple of things. One is, is that you should be planning to fail forward. But if you don't plan to fail forward, don't feel guilty about it. Think about it, figure out what happened, what went on that day or the day before made you fail forward when you weren't planning to fail forward and just think about it, make note of it, decide what you're going to do about it. Mm-hmm. Self-correct. Yeah, you know? exactly. Self-correct. So, it is yeah. what it is. It is what it, it is. is. What like, it this is. incident happened. I mm-hmm. ate the thing. It's That's not right. an opportunity to like start punching yourself in the face because you messed up. Mm-mm. It's an opportunity to say, oh, okay, so what exactly did happen here? Why did I eat the thing? What was happening? What was I thinking? What was I feeling? And if this happens again, how would I handle it differently? Right. Which is, so, you know. It's a journey, as you say. Journey. It's definitely a journey. To Go just ahead, back a little bit off of that, I found myself prior to this process of, you know, the mindset and really focusing on what I was eating is there would be days where I would just say, I need a glass of wine because it had been such a week, a stressful week, lots going on and saying I needed a glass of wine. I haven't had any wine probably longer than this period has been, but there have been weeks and days where I'm, I really feel like had I not had this mindset before, I would have just had the glass of wine, right? I would have said, I deserve it. It's been a rough week. Just do it. And now I'm at a place where I can really sit with my thoughts and think about, okay, why do you think you need that glass of wine? Yeah, it was a rough week, but you got through it. You got through whatever that fire was at work and you're okay. You made it through. You don't have to have the wine or the chocolate or whatever. So I really appreciate being able to really think through what went on that caused me to have that thought and then really sit with it and say, well, you don't necessarily need to have that wine. You see how quickly you know those thoughts? You're like, I had a rough week. I deserve a treat. Like all of a sudden, it's very clear to you now why you were overindulging at the end of the week, why you were needing the wine or the hot chocolate at the end of the day. So clear. But before it was just like, oh, I need a glass of wine. Go ahead and have a glass of wine. But now you're like, oh, I know exactly why. Mm-hmm. I was doing those things before and here are the thoughts. And so when they pop up, you're like, oh, no, mm-mm. there's that thought. No, I'm not having the wine. And you it's get also to make a different decision. Yes, definitely. And it's also giving myself the leeway to not be as stressed about things as that I would have been normally. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. because it's such a high stress job, it's 
forced me to just really step back, like some of the tools that we use for the weight loss process to step back and use some of those tools that you've given us in my own ability to just deal with work stuff. Right. Oh, that's, like, yes. Step away from it. Work out. <laughs> Don't use the food. Don't use the food. Yeah. Don't go for that popcorn. I love it. Those are the skills, right? That is part, that is the mindset of weight loss, but the mindset of weight loss is transferable to pretty much everything. Okay. So here's my next question. Oh, the format, right? So the format of the boot camp was 30 days, right? Live training every single day, Monday through Friday. How did you all and worksheets? And I remember the first week I threw a lot of information at you guys. I was like, do this worksheet. You got to do this thing. Do your plan. Fill out your vision. Do all this stuff. And I'm sure after the first week, there were some people who were like, oh, my God, this is way too much information. And they were out. Right. How did you all make time? Because you're all busy. You have businesses. You have like jobs. You have husbands. You have families. How did you all make time in your schedule to attend? Because I think most of you guys joined live as much as you could. And if you didn't, I know Candy was always watching the replay. And when you could come live, it was like, hey, I can make it live. And it's like, Candy's here. (laughs) But Candy always watched the replays. How did you guys make the schedule work for you amidst your regular personal schedule? So. For me, Jennifer, it was, which is anything, anything that I am intending to do gets scheduled. And so all of the lives were just plugged into my schedule and I made it a point. I made myself the priority and plugged them in and showed up. So it was really, for me, it was that simple. I love that. It would be that simple for me too, but it's not that simple for others. <laughs> I feel like Tony. It's the same thing that I've always taught my kids. When something's important, you do it. So it was important to me. It was important to my health. It was, you know, something that I paid for and I was going to get as much out of it as I could. So I, like you said, I scheduled it. I had it in my phone, in my calendar, and I put an alarm on. 30 minutes before, 15 minutes before, just so I could clear everything. And, you know, some of them I couldn't make, but for the most part, the ones that I could make, they were there. And what I couldn't do, I scheduled the time to do the replay. I love if that. It's, if it's important to you, you'll do it. Right? Yeah, well, you will. And you know, it also helps that the sessions were short. Right. They were exactly. hour, yeah. But even though they went to 45 minutes because the conversation and the learning was so rich, Mm-hmm. that you didn't mind, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're thinking, oh, a half an hour every day for five days, Monday through Fridays, it didn't go over on the weekends. When you are making a commitment like that, it doesn't seem as large as um, you would think it would be if it were an hour or two hours on the phone at the night after you've had a full day. So that, mm-hmm. made, that made it easy as well. And Jennifer, you're so engaging. And what you had to say was so important and so interesting. It wasn't like, oh, I got to get on the Zoom call. It was like, you. I knew that I was going to get a nugget that was going to help me. And, and, and you carry yourself so well and you speak so well that it was just a pleasure to listen. So, yeah. 
And a lot of the situations that you bring up as examples are things that we have experienced and didn't put a name to it and yeah. didn't know deal with it. So we learned a lot about ourselves, about our body, about nutrition, you know, just about hormones and how it affects. I mean, all of those things are interesting. They're just yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. They are. The things so that very... I say that no diet will ever tell you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Right. The sessions were very value rich. So you, you wanted to show up. And especially when you did the, um, the Q and a, like the community where we could all get on together and see each other and interact with each other. That was very beneficial as well. Community is always key. I'm so glad I did that because I was not planning on doing that. I was actually planning to do something completely different. And I was having you coaches now I was having some mind drama about it. And my friend Brig coached me on it. And she's like, just do this. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. So that was the first day. I just had everybody on, cameras on, just like everybody sharing, telling their stories. And I think that was really important because I feel like you all created like a bond almost. Like it was a very cohesive group of women. You all were like very supportive of each other. Most of you didn't know one another. And so I was just marveling at just like the jokes and the the comments and like you all just seem to click as an entire group, which was really fun to watch. So I'm glad that you brought that up, Lisa, because I was like, that was not the plan, but you know, God works in mysterious ways. So it worked. (laughs) I appreciated that because I think that hearing other people's stories and what they went through all of the various diets, like there were diets I'd never heard of before, but then there were diets that I had been on that I said, yeah, I've been there, done that. And just hearing that, especially also hearing some of the folks who have been your clients that they, you know, went through all of this and they're, they're still, it's still the journey for them that you don't just develop this mindset and change overnight or, you know, in the course of 30 days. So sometimes you you know, you might have that little extra piece of candy or that wine and you just and learning not to beat yourself up. So hearing it from other people was very helpful and made everything feel doable and real and and valuable because you're hearing it, not just, you know, you as the instructor, of course, perfect, you know, your presentation (laughs) and everything, but hearing it from folks who were also a part of the process and having their kind of the same things that they were going through if you feel like you were going through. So it made it, it made it feel like, okay, we're all humans here and we're just, we're just trying to make it through. Trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. And yes, it was a lot of information (laughs) the first week. Yeah. Making time. I, I, and I put it on my schedule as well and just tried to work around, around it and try to watch the replay. You reached out to me like two weeks ahead of time. You were like, I need all the dates and all the times for all the training. <laughs> I was like getting it ready. <laughs> oh, please. This is, and I needed to put things on the calendar and I don't I, have kids. It's my husband. And so I it's, but still, that. you know, just making sure that everything was, was calendared in. And I was able to make, I think all except maybe two or three, but I did do the replays. So mm-hmm. it's just that commitment and, you know, being in it to win it. You know, and one of the things you said was get what you came for. Right. Oh, and I think that that is so key and pertinent because you've got to put in the work. 
You do. And if you don't hear it, it's just, you know, oh, this is just a course I paid for. And, you know, just, yeah, I'll I'll do the assignments maybe, you know, but you, you, you get so much more out of it. And I got so much more out of it actually participating to the extent that I could live and listening to the recording. Do it again. What's that, Tony? I said, I can't wait to do it again. Well, you can. I'm April. Done. I'm, <laughs> done. I'm planning to. I'm into. I plan on restarting in April for sure. Awesome. I'm going to be signing up again too. I just want to add a different view. I am not a scheduler in that way, so I didn't write it into my calendar. But where I do agree with you, ladies, is in the commitment. When I signed up, I committed to show up every day, and that was my commitment. Just every single day. I would listen to something or I would do a model or I would do my thought work. And so I think I only attended two calls live because the schedule didn't quite work for me, but that didn't matter. The replays were there. They were valuable. There was anytime I had a question, I could put a question in there and somebody would give me a great perspective. So I think it's neat that it works for the people who schedule and show up live, but it also works when you don't. Because of your commitment awesome. to the journey and yourself. And so it's kind of cool that it can work in any way. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up, Candy. Yeah. And the Facebook group is just phenomenal. Definitely. Yeah. Just having it, having people there that like, like she had just said, you can just jot something down and you've got a bunch of responses and yeah, it's great. Yeah, I think that was helpful to have my current, my private clients and as mentors, mm-hmm. like Angeline exactly. mentioned, it was just nice to hear somebody who was, you know, two months down the line, like Marcella was a mentor. So she was able to mentor her newbie friends that she brought in with, with her. But it is a process. Like you conceptually understand everything within 30 days. But then it's like, oh, now I got to implement it. Now I have to learn how to implement it. And then life happens, different circumstances happen. And then you have to learn how to implement it no matter what the circumstances, whether mm-hmm. it's a pandemic, whether it's homeschooling the kids, whether it's going sick. on vacation. Getting sick. <laughs> getting sick. Yeah. And dealing with that. And mm. so that is the process. So I love having the mentors. And I'm so glad my clients were like, oh, absolutely. We'll, we'll participate. And they shared and they helped the newbies, um, you know, just get through all of the, the information in the beginning. So I think that worked out really well. Applause for everyone. <laughs> well, Jennifer, one thing that I wanted to mention, which was an aha for me, was the daily weight tracking, weighing myself every day. And noticing what foods affected my body and how. So I found out or learned, well, I think I kind of knew, but bread tastes so good. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) what I noticed was if I had bread, and it's certain kinds of bread, though. If I had bread on a particular day, I knew that when I got on the scale the next day, my weight was going to be up. So I started to learn which foods affect my weight loss and my weight gain. So that was the biggest aha for me. And from that place, you get to make a decision about what you're going to eat the next day and the next day and the next day. Exactly. Exactly. And I knew exactly what to do to bring it back down and to keep it going down. 
And that. when you do that, you feel empowered. Like it yeah. just empowers you because now you're very clear about, oh, this stuff makes me gain weight and this doesn't. Right. Versus just following a meal plan. You don't know. Like you're not, you're just so focused on following the plan. You don't know how it's affecting your body or not. So as right. soon as you stop following that meal plan, the diet, you end up gaining weight back. But now you're very clear like, oh, I can eat this and I know exactly what's going to happen in the next 24 to 48 hours. 48 hours yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was a big aha for me. Yeah. Perfect. That's how we stop dieting forever. Yes. Love my scale. <laughs> I love the scale, but I have a... <gasps> Wait. Did you just say you love the scale? <laughs> love it. I'm addicted to it. I know everything that's going on in terms of the fat in my body around my organs. Yes, I love it. So, <laughs> and my BMI going up and down. Oh yeah, I feel it like, is I feel like possible. I'm in more control yes. of my body, but more importantly, I remember going through um, mental withdrawal about eating food. I physically remember going, being at the dollar store and saying, oh my gosh, it's 11 o'clock. I haven't eaten. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen to me? I haven't eaten. And then I just thought about it and I calmed myself down and I was like, wow, I can't believe this. I didn't eat and I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) You survived. I I like going through withdrawal mentally. About yeah, because you're and conditioned. Like, yeah, you're conditioned to eat at certain yeah. times. You look at the clock and you're like, "Oh my god, it's eleven o'clock. I haven't eaten. There's something must be wrong. I'm about to like melt if I don't put something in my mouth right now." And that's just an old thought pattern. It's an old belief that we have to have food by a certain time of the day. We have to eat because of this particular thing. And when you make that transition, it is a little jarring at first because you're thinking in a different way. And so you, you have to just be aware. And I think you were aware, Marcella, like, it's not a problem. It's 1105 and I haven't eaten yet. It's not a problem. Nothing has gone wrong. Took a while to get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about the next boot camp, which is coming up in April Someone's listening to this podcast and they're like, okay, sounds interesting. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. What would you offer someone who's thinking about signing up for the next boot camp, but maybe they have like, oh, five days a week. They talked about a lot of work. They talked about hunger scale, not eating. I don't know. This is something I should be doing. What would you share with them? I would say you've tried everything else. Try this, particularly since there have been a few people that have said they're never going back. I'm not dieting ever again. Me either. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not doing it. Yes. But this. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, My mission is complete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This process, because I'm not even going to say program, this process of putting your bready brain in place and really thinking and having a thought process about what you're eating and when you're eating and how you're eating and how much you're eating is just life changing and life affirming. There's no reason for you to diet. And if you've tried every diet, there's no reason that you shouldn't try this, particularly hearing everything we've said about the camaraderie and Jennifer. And yes, it's, it's some work, but so of all those other diets that you've 
try, you know, meal plans that you have to buy and sticking to certain formulas of eating. So I would say just, yes, you should definitely try. Love that. So I'm going to piggyback on that. And I'm going to say, forget the word try, commit, make the decision and do it. You will be so glad that you did. I'm never dieting again. I learned so much, just little tidbits that just helped me along the way. And again, the myths, the things that we're taught, you know, make sure you eat before you work out and make sure that you put some food on your body throughout the day. All that stuff is not true, which I learned. And you're going to learn all of that in the boot camp. You're going to meet some amazing, phenomenal women and just make yourself the priority and do it. Don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. Good. I would say that if you're looking for a holistic approach to your wellness, both mentally, both physically and emotional, this is the course for you. It is life-changing. You will never, ever, ever look at yourself and your relationship to food. You'll never look at it um, the same. And you will get information that help you for the rest of your life, for the rest of your life. And the work that you do now, if, if I knew this 20 years ago, <laughs> I'd be a totally different person, yeah. a totally different So it's very beneficial. It's not expensive. It takes time, but it's not a lot of time. And it's not even going to feel like it's a lot of work because you're going to learn a lot and you're going to enjoy it as you go along. Perfect. And, and you're you, going to lose weight. Wait, wait, Marcella, you've lost how much? 15 pounds? I've lost 15 pounds since December the 13th. At the boot camp, I lost six and a half pounds of that. And you are how old, Marcella? I am 64 and I'll be 65. And this is my birthday gift to myself. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's applauding. <laughs> so good. Okay, Tony, what were you going to say? Well, everything they said is completely true. And I agree with all that. What The only thing I would add to that is if you think you know, you don't know. <laughs> if you think you've heard everything about all the diets, if you think you know what this is going to be, you don't know. And like everyone else said, it's life changing. It's a completely new way of thinking. It's not a diet. Like you said, it's not a diet, but it's a new way of thinking about your body, thinking about your choices. It sounds kind of cliche, but it made me a better person overall in other areas of my life, not just dieting, but the way that my thoughts have controlled so many of my actions in other areas. In addition to the dieting, it's just been transformative. Tony two version 2.0, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead, so I Candy. Totally, I totally agree with everything everyone said. And so it's kind of a yes and. So yes and, if you're thinking that it's going to be a lot of time, I would say have a look at the amount of time that you already spend obsessing about food, feeling guilty, mm. feeling not mm-hmm. enough, Walking by that store window and catching that glimpse of yourself in the store window and feeling embarrassed. When you look at the cost of that to your life compared to coming in to a group of welcoming people, 
spending 30 to 45 minutes a day. I just think there's no comparison. I think that it's well worth your time and energy. And you're going to feel so free and so empowered because of doing this work. I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> Thank you all so much. It's just very surreal to hear everything that I struggled with for so long and then figure it out a solution. And I remember praying. I was like, if I could, God, if I could just figure this out, I would help other people. And so this is like, Jennifer, I can say for myself, you are an answer to prayer because yeah. before I joined the group, I was praying, God, I need help. I don't know which way to go. I, I know that there's something else other than beating myself up and trying every diet in the world. And, um, you, you know, I said before, I wasn't sure how I found you, but I, I know it was God. Mm-hmm. I really do. Divine intervention. Yeah, for sure. Inter- I love yeah. that. Thank you, Jennifer. This was amazing. I'm saying was, but like I said, I'm continuing in April. Yeah. We're continuing. Yeah, you guys are going to be newbies anymore. You get to mentor the new people that are coming in. The next one. Looking forward to it. So good. So before we go, I want to just allow you all, my coach friends, and Marcel, you have your own business, entrepreneur, entre- entrepreneur support. If you want to just share what you do, who you help, and how people can find you, because there's people listening to you all over the world. So, Lisa, you want to go? Tell tell the people who you help. Sure. So, again, um, I'm Lisa Fry. I'm a life and career coach, and I work with midlife female executives who are feeling bored and stuck in their jobs. I help them uncover their true passion and turn it into their careers. Nice. Where where can people find you? You can find me on my website at www.eyblcoaching.com. That's Embrace Your Beautiful Life Coaching. I'm on Facebook. I think I'm on YouTube. (laughs) You might want to check that. (laughs) I'm on YouTube. I don't know what it is. But you can find me on my website. And we'll put that in the show notes as well. Thank you for the opportunity, Jennifer, to share yes, that information. You're welcome. Angeline. Hi, everyone. So uh, my day job is National Network for Justice.org, and we are a nonprofit that assists other nonprofit smaller groups who are seeking to decarcerate jails, prisons, and detention facilities. So we've been a little busy particularly uh, since COVID. And in my passion jobs, I can't wait to talk to Lisa more about about the transition, is I am the co-founder of an organization called Heirloom Estate and Legacy Preservation. And I'm working with people to talk about end-of-life planning, death, and what that means, and how to get all of their affairs in order so they can just make sure that their families are not left with a mess after they leave this godly earth. And you can find me at legacypreservation.life. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I think that is, well, just being the daughter of a minister who was a pastor of a church for 35 years, there's so many stories about people die, who was fighting over what, they didn't leave anything. There was like, it was so much confusion around with the families after death. So I think what you're doing is super, super important. 
Thank you so much. I just coached someone who's dealing with a Facebook issue. Oh, somebody that passed. Yes. Yeah. Someone else is sending messages through the person who passed Facebook. It's not a pretty picture. So Mm. I'm helping people. I'm helping people to, to get out of those situations. So thank you. I love it. Candy, my Canadian client. <laughs> Your Canadian friend. Um, so I'm Candy Motsek again. I am a life and business coach for coaches. And you can find me at my podcast. It's called She Coaches Coaches. A little bit of a tongue twister, but I think it sums it up. Mm-hmm. Or you can also find me at my website, which is stepintosuccessnow.com. So either is great. And I look forward to talking to everybody. I love that. She coaches coaches. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Marcella. And my name is Marcella Blakeney Collins, and I am the founder and CEO of Career Edge Essentials, which is a workforce development firm based in the Philadelphia area. And what we do is we work with underserved youth and aspiring professionals to do, I work with them to do career development, um, expose them to various types of careers, and also provide training and coaching to young professionals to help them navigate workplace and their careers as well. And I can be reached at careeredgeessentials.com, which is my website. So Marcella retired from her executive, global executive position and started her own business. (laughs) Yes. Tony, I don't know. Do you want to share anything? Um, no. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, I was a nurse for 35 years and I've retired and I'm helping my husband in his business. But yeah. Perfect. I love it. Every Perfect. spouse needs a good spouse <laughs> to support them. All right, ladies, thank you so much for sharing your boot camp experience. I appreciate your time and I love you all. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you like today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever. Dieting forever.